Hello, everyone, and welcome to Edge Talk Radio. My name is Angela Zabel. That's me. And I am here today with Carla Fox. We are going to be talking about setting your energetic template for 2024. She is coming to us from Utah. And how fun is that? So today, <laughs> we're, we're going to have a lot of fun for one thing. And I just want to remind you before we even get started, if you're listening here, make sure you have your pen and paper. You're going to need it for this one because we're going to be taking you through a mini workshop today. So today, who am I? I'm Angela Zabel. I have connected with spirit my entire life. I've been working with the team in the non-physical. And as I've been doing that, I've been sharing messages from a multitude of realms with people. I am a teacher, coach, medium, radio show host, writer, retreat host, gallery reader, speaker. And I also offer guidance, mediumship, intuition, and uh, with online private and group sessions. I also have the Amplified Universe membership, which is a monthly membership group growing our connection to us, our world, and all that is around us and our role in it. So we are, that will be sharing our knowledge with others, working with people throughout the world. And if you're interested about me, go ahead and check out my information. I'm pretty much on all the social media aspects. You can go to my website, angelazable.com, and it'll connect you to pretty much everything. <laughs> and we are here today with Edge Talk Radio. Edge Magazine is the leading events and media resource dedicated to all aspects of living, health, and wellness and the mysteries beyond. Sharing information, wisdom, and resources, committed businesses, organizations, and individuals who support our collective journey to wholeness and balance. And you can find out more about Edge Magazine at edgemagazine.net. And today we are here with Carla, and Carla has spent the last 25 years as an energy healer, first in the Peruvian shamanic traditions, and then utilizing her quantum sphere healing technique that she created in 2012. Throughout all this time, her goal has been to empower people in their awakening and spiritual evolution. Her expertise with clients involves getting them unstuck so they can move forward. And a lot of us have been stuck. So this is going to be a good one. <laughs> In addition to getting them back their, from their bodies and clearing away any dark energies that they may be carrying. In addition to her healing practice, she has taught numerous workshops, trained healers, both in the shamanic and the quantum sphere healing. She has workshops. She's done many workshops. Journeys through the physical is one where she teaches uh, students how to use the shamanic death rites to assist deceased to dis assist deceased loved ones as to help them move forward and move on if they are stuck after they are passed. It's also her current passion and her own spiritual evolution facilitated in part with a dedicated group of former students that she meets with once a month for journeys out into the cosmos. And that's got to be an interesting group to be in. <laughs> Today, we're going to be joining today for the mini workshop entitled Setting Your Energetic Template for 2024. This will be a guided journey that will enable you to clarify and release what did not work for you in 2023. And I'm guessing a lot of you have some things that didn't work in 2023. <laughs> You're going to create a template of positive outcomes for 2024. So make sure you have a pen and paper ready. And afterwards, make sure you check out Carla's information. She has quantumstargate.com is her website. She also has the Carla Fox blogspot 
and that .com. All that information, the links will be down below. Carla has a ton of online MP3 tools for transition, for downloadable audio workshops. And she also covers, she covers grounding, bringing your shadow through the light, spiraling through your DNA, putting it all together, the shamanic death rites, journey through the physical, and many more. So make sure to check out her information. And I looked at her website and she has a lot of really nice stuff on there. So make sure to check out quantumstargate.com. And today we have Carla. Carla, I am, this is Carla Fox, and I am so excited to have her on. She is an amazing person. So Carla, first, thank you so much for coming on today. I appreciate it. And how in the world did you get to setting these energetic templates every year? <laughs> well, my gosh, I, um, I did a, a series of workshops for another organization and she suggested I do an end of the year thing for everybody. And so uh, as it goes normally, I just sit down and I say, oh, I'd like to do this or give me information on that. And then the, the results just show up and I go with it. That's actually how I moved to Utah. Um, you know, wasn't planning on that. I've been here for four years and came over for a remote viewing class. And I said, oh, this looks nice. And a couple months later, I was here. So, you know, when guidance shows up and hits you on the head, you have to go with it. And that's how I ended up here. And so that workshop was created at as a need for a group of people I had already been doing workshops for. Nice. And I'm just thrilled to be able to do it for, you know, you and your, your audience too. I'm excited for you to share it with them. And one of the questions I have that I've been, and other people have asked me is like, what are you connecting to and how do you connect to create this workshop? When you're, you're saying they're giving you guidance, who are you talking to? What energies are you working with when you're yeah. creating this workshop? Um. I only work with my higher self, my greater self, my higher guidance. And of course, everyone has the pipeline from who they are right here, all the way through those levels up to source. And so ultimately, if you can listen, sit, listen, request, um, I believe that's where the initial information comes from. And then just kind of dribbles down through all your layers and to you. The problem is a lot of people don't listen, don't pay attention, don't act on the guidance. They don't realize it's guidance. And quite often I get questions from people, how do I talk to my higher self? Hmm. And I tell them, well, it's not with words. It's impulses, impressions, energy, synchronicity, a book falling off a shelf onto your head, you know, someone new showing up in your life, that's how you communicate with your higher self and higher aspects. And so that's, that's, I trust that that's where I get all the information that I need. I think you said a really big word right there, trust. Yes. You trust yourself, you trust what you're getting. And I think that's some of the main I wouldn't call it issue, but I think the main problem with people deciding to trust themselves is when you trust yourself, when that information comes, you know it didn't come from you in the physical. It came from right. someone outside of you. 
And a lot of people don't trust that. And yeah. the learning to trust that because I'm, were you, and so I have a team on the other side and they're kind of feeding me information at the same time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they want to know from you. Yes. Have you always trusted yourself or has it been something where it was a learning to trust yourself along the way? Yeah. Um, you know, up until when I got divorced, life was busy. I had other obligations. Things were going on. And of course, things didn't go so well at the end. So I know I was getting the information. I mean, I got a big whammy to leave my ex-husband, you know, so, so I found that the big major events that have happened in my life are unmistakable when they show up. But before that time, I was just, I considered life to be fairly busy and stressful. And so if that's the kind of life a person is living, you may be getting the messages, but you can't hear them. You know, it requires a certain amount of quiet time, lack of distraction, able to sit and listen to to hear that information so i would say it was always coming in but not until my life settled down was i able to listen and and move you know make a move towards the guidance i was getting and it always worked out correctly <laughs> and these were big moves you know moving here was a big move I was gonna say that's a big move to just go yeah. oh i'm here i like it i'm gonna stay here <laughs> Well, the move before that, I lived in Montana for four years and moved down to Colorado. Wow. That was another big move, but it worked out just fine. And I, you know, we get little inklings about things, but um, for me, it's been the big ones that really made a difference. And as you're, so they're just talking to me and they're saying there's a lot of people that are just busy, busy with life, busy with yeah. I mean, jobs, kids, uh, parents, mm -hmm. <laughs> family, friends, the whole thing. Yeah. And to be able to make that time. And they're just, they're just coming to me and just saying, as you are doing this, a lot of times when you're making time, does that mean you're making like hours at a time or sometimes is it just a few minutes at a time? Oh, it can be just a few minutes. Yeah. But keep in mind, too, it may not be, you know, we all have a plan before we come into this lifetime. And it may be that person's plan to have all that busyness and the kids and the family and all that going on. Um, but it can be done. Yeah. You know, just even if you have to go into the bathroom to do it, Angela, it can be done. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, to be honest with you, some of the best grounding and the best information I get is when I'm cleaning the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of along that vein, I do uh, botany. And it's amazing if you're out in the forest and need to go to the bathroom the stuff you see when you're down low on the ground that's right in front of your face that's happened to me several times <laughs> but it's so true it's that yeah. different perspective it's that time when and a lot of times it's the time when you're not thinking of anything else I mean right. you, you know when you're going to the bathroom you're concentrating on going to the bathroom and you're cleaning it you're concentrating yeah. on cleaning it <laughs> yes Oh, yeah. So like I said, we get the guidance comes in all the time. It's it shows up during those moments when we're just 
kind of drifting off in our mind, you know, or doing something ordinary or doing the dishes or driving the car, you know, when we allow our mind to relax a little bit and then we, we will get a message. Yeah. And that's, and I like how you said, even driving the car, because yes. so many times a lot of us are driving the car by ourselves, doing whatever, mm-hmm. to take that time and just listen, just listen yeah. to what you're getting is so important. It doesn't yeah. take hours, it, it can take moments to get the best information in yes. those moments. So. And and that's why I, I like being outside. I do a lot of hiking um, and again, wildflower photography and just to get away from in fact a couple days ago i drove down to saint george just to hike because it's a little warmer down there because i just had to get out of town (laughs) um i've had five social events i've got two more to go this weekend and i'm about about done with all of that (laughs) yeah so i i i just as uh often as i can i'll take a walk get out in nature uh, we haven't had much snow, so I haven't been able to snowshoe yet, but that's also another wonderful way to zone out, snowshoeing. I love that. And I've seen, so for those of you, she has, Carla has some amazing photographs that she does. She does an amazing job with them, and I feel privileged to have some of her photographs. <laughs> <laughs> and, one, and, you know, and walking outside, taking that walk, connecting, because there's so much around us, if we're willing to yes. just take a moment and just listen, listen to the wind going through the trees, listen to the to the animals that are scurrying around you, take a moment to tune into that. Mm-hmm. You never know what else you're going to receive as you're doing that. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be doing some big time receiving here during this program, for sure. Yes. And that's the thing. We're going to get into, into this meditation. We're going to get into this setting your energetic template. So reminder again, have your pens and papers. You're getting ready. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take and turn this over to Carla. And I'm going to let her take it from here. Okay. If you're okay with that, Carla. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> I'm ready to roll. <laughs> and then when we come back out, we, will, we, we can talk about a few other things when we come All back. Right. Right. So for okay. all of you out there, get your pens and paper and be ready to sit back, relax and listen to Carla taking into you yes. setting your energetic template for 2024. Thank you. Very good. Well, so we're going to do a little exercise in the beginning here. And this exercise I actually do four times a year for solstice and equinox, nice. um, writing a list of what I'm releasing, what no longer serves me, and what is my positive outcome. So I do that four times a year. On my blog, there are instructions on how to do a bowl burning, uh, a metal bowl, alcohol, Epsom salts, and throw your, you know, set it on fire, throw your list in there. So that's what we're going to do first. And so you will need one piece of paper, um, or you can do two. I put my what I'm releasing on one side and my positive outcome on the other side. Or if you prefer, you can do one separate paper for each. What I'm releasing and what is my positive outcome. And so we're going to write down. And again, don't feel you have to finish this all today. You'll have, you know, at least a day or two. You might want to burn it on New Year's Eve too. Um, But I'm going to go through categories slowly enough so that you know what are the possible things that 
come to mind that you can let go of that didn't work for you for 2023? And as Angela said, yeah, I think a lot of us had things that didn't work for us in 2023. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but again, I'm speaking to all of you as evolving spiritual people. What I'm doing here today may not apply to the average person on the street. Mm -hmm. So I am speaking to all of you as spirit inhabiting a temporary physical body. And so we emphasize what's going on with the spirit and how you can move forward that way, uh, which a concept that doesn't resonate with everybody, I have to say, <laughs> you know, as a side note, I moved to Utah and Utah is about 70 percent Mormon and um, or LDS, I should say. And so these kind of conversations I don't have with them because they're just not of that. They're not of that mode. Oh, <laughs> lovely <laughs> people, but not of that mode. <laughs> All right. So what you are going to release that did not work for you in 2023, what you are finished with, or what you have already finished with, what you have transcended, anything from the previous year. So let me give you some possible categories. And you can be writing as I talk about this. But remember, you can add more onto your lists after after the show. Oh, and I just remembered, I just said burn it on New Year's Eve. You won't be hearing this until after New Year's <laughs> Eve, so that won't work. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. But... It's a good symbolism. You know, one of the things they've told me and, and like my family's a little different with schedules. It's kind of crazy. A lot of times we celebrate the holidays a couple of days later. So okay. do it, you know, you can still do it in a way if you're putting that intention out there. This is for my New Year's. This is for yes. the year going into it. So even though it's after New Year's when you're right. hearing this, put that intention out. This is for the new year yes and that that's why i recommend people um do their burning at least in the first part of january if you can although i realize people will be listening you know maybe even towards the end of the month you can do this at any time um all right so possible so, so I, have a, I have a question oh, yeah. for you just real yeah. quick so i've i've found that um so I've had Carla on and we've done something similar to this before, but each year is different. The energies are different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And there's people that are still listening to your broadcast from last year. So to oh. let people know that this can be done even every month, or if you hit some sure. major issue emotionally that you right. want to actually work through this, what a great tool yes. to use this for that. Yes. And like I said, for every equinox, every solstice. I like Four that. times a year, I do my list burning. Nice. Yeah. The template we'll do in a little bit here applies more to the beginning of the year, although you can probably do a new template anytime you want to, you know, following my voice. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. But I highly recommend writing things down and burning them. That is something everyone can do. And it's a really good way to clear stuff out, keep your energy moving and raise your awareness as far as what's going on. I find that once people write things down, more things will pop in. Mm -hmm. And so it raises their awareness to things that have been going on, but they just kind of, you know, ignore it or put to the side. So it is a valuable process. 
Absolutely. All right. So some examples on your list, health issues. That's always a big one. Um, and remember, even if it's this tiny thing, doesn't have to be a big, obvious thing. Even uh, a couple of colds you had during the year, you twisted an ankle, anything that's related to health, finances, another big thing. Um, specific traumatic events. Was there a car accident? Was there a fight with a relative? Um, did you go on a trip that didn't quite work out well? So you can target a specific event that maybe happened one time during the year. Ooh, relationship issues. <laughs> I think we all have some of that going on. <laughs> I think it's probably somewhere in there, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> well, especially since we are just coming out of the holidays and things tend to blow up with families. Um, you know, who spent more money, who's cranky, uh, you know, who started a fight, who cooked the turkey wrong, all of that. Yes, relationship. And when you're writing your list, you can name specific names. I release my discord with so-and-so. You know, name that specific person. It may be part of a general pattern, but you can name specific names. Habits and patterns. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so too much food, too, too much <laughs> usual holiday stuff. Um, not enough time for yourself could be a habit or a pattern. Um, anything that, or addictions, I suppose, anything that falls into something that happens all the time, habits and patterns, job-related issues. Uh, are you not getting paid enough? Do you not like your job? Um, so many people out there hate the job that they have. Mm. And yet you can work around it. You know, you can just regard the job as a way to make money and then the rest of your life do do more enlightening things. Uh, I, people are I like that. I just I just want to say one thing. Yeah. I really like that because there's so many people that think if they hate their job that they can't find a perspective to look at it to find something yes positive to get out of it. I yes. think it's so important. <laughs> Yes, and remember, since we are we are uh, living out in a fourth dimensional pattern of reality, fourth dimension is all about polarities, good, bad, positive, negative. So anything, no matter how horrendous that is negative, there is a silver lining. And yeah. so for those of you with the job issues, find something positive. Um, so, but... And this first part, you're releasing what is not working for you with the job. Housing situations. Uh, I know particularly here in Utah, people cannot find places to live or buy a house. Or um, I don't know about other parts of the country, but if you're in a housing system or being forced to, to live in your parents' basement or rent just a room for somebody. Uh-huh. So release that. And uh, any any other categories that you can think of. So generally when I do my list burning, I could fill almost a whole front of one page with the release. Even if you think it's a tiny thing, put it down. I always say with, with the work we're doing today, the sky's the limit. Don't limit yourself in any way. So that's on one piece of paper. It's important to own your issue. It's not what somebody else did to you. 
because as long as you're playing the victim, you're not going to be able to shift that issue. Thank mm -hmm. you for that. I think yeah. that is so important for people yeah. to realize to get out yes. of the victim mentality. Yes. Because again, I always go back to you and the energy of other people, your higher self made a plan before you came here. And so your plan would have might have included someone beating you up, someone hitting your car. But that doesn't mean you're the victim. Right. Any interaction that doesn't go well with another person is a collaboration between the two of you that you agreed to before you came here. I like it. <laughs> yeah. And and um, sometimes it's meant to toughen you up. Sometimes it's meant to wake you up, um, help you evolve, clear up an old something. But it's always a collaboration. And sometimes to speak your mind, because a lot of us yes. didn't speak our mind. And it's a it's a good kind of kick in the pants to say, are you ready to speak up yet? So there is a reason for every interaction, no matter how distressing. And, and you two are playing, you and the other person are playing a part. That's all it is. Yep. Um, all right. So that's your release. Now you want to do your positive outcome, either on the back of that paper or on a totally different paper. If you've got a lot of stuff to release and it'll be two sides of one page, then take a, a clean piece of paper for your positive outcome. So this will be your positive outcome for 2024. So you don't drag what happened last this past year into the next year. Um, you can go, in fact, I kind of re uh, recommend this, go item by item what you wrote in your release and write a positive outcome on your other paper for that so that you create something more positive for everything that you're letting go of we don't want to leave anything blank or empty you know you nice. want to put something in there um and so go for your highest outcome don't just say oh we get along better now uh you know just the very best you can conceive of, put that down for your positive outcome. And that's another issue. Sometimes people don't feel they deserve the best and the biggest. Absolutely. Yeah. So even though there might not be a chance for you to get that, put it down anyhow. Take a chance. You know, I'm making twice the income this year, 10 times the income this year. I win the lottery, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Even I, like you, how, I like yeah. how you said before, the sky's the limit. So the yes. sky should be the limit on what you're expecting too, not just on what you're releasing. Yes. Yes, for sure. So you want to put your highest and best outcome for your positives. And then when you have gotten that all finished um, whenever is appropriate i would burn it shortly after you get your list done don't put it in a drawer don't sit on it don't put it out on the table uh, you want to you want to come to a completion at some point with that not that other things may may not pop in but you want to complete it and do it neatly and burn it so burn it outside not inside, not in a fireplace. And again, you can just set a match to it out outside, you know, in your yard. Um, I like the burning bowl because I do other 
things with the flames when I do my solstice and equinox. Uh, but a simple match, set it on fire, make sure it's totally burned. Then the ashes will go to the Earth Mother, the Pachamama. Is that why you like to do it outside versus inside? Yes. Because you're yes. right to the Earth right away? I like yes. it. Yes. If you do it inside, for example, in a fireplace, you'd have to clean out that fireplace and take those ashes out anyhow. You know, you don't right. want that still in there. But it is an offering to the Earth Mother. You're like the ashes it. from your release and outcome. So um, work on that list until you feel that it is complete and then take it outside and burn it. Yes. Uh, and as we already discussed, you can do it any time of year. If there's something really big that has happened to you that you want to do a list burning on, go ahead and do a list burning. It's one of the most valuable energetic processes that you can do. I could. Yes. Um, I have had clients who literally had nowhere to burn their list. <laughs> <laughs> I had one in a 400 square foot apartment in Manhattan. And she, yeah, she had to get on a bus or something to go to her <laughs> brother's house to burn it in his backyard. Uh, you know, it can be figured out. I've had people who just have a balcony. And so they go out or just a window and they hang their arm out the window and set it on fire and it's <laughs> hanging out the window. <laughs> as long as you're not setting the neighborhood on fire. So be creative with it. Don't think you have nowhere to burn it. You, you can figure something out. <laughs> I like that. Be creative, no matter where you are. Yes. Yes. Oh, I actually had a client in Munich, Germany. Um, he was one of my shamanic trainees and he needed to do a burning, but he was in an apartment building. So he gathered up his shamanic tools and all that and went out to a neighborhood park. And I think he actually built a little fire or something and the police caught him. And <laughs> <laughs> they're a little more a little more uh, oh, determined yeah. about he, that in, in Germany <laughs> oh yeah he wasn't supposed to be doing that and I think once he showed him showed them his his mesa and his rattle and all the other stuff I think they he didn't get arrested but I thought that was kind of funny <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that's funny yes. all right so now we're gonna do our guided journey and again have another a uh, piece of paper and a pen handy. You're not going to be drawing while we're working, but towards the end, you will be writing some things down. During the journey, I want you to be nice and quiet and settled and grounded and just kind of drift with the sound of my voice. So we're going to be setting your energetic template for 2024. A template is an outline, a pattern, a guide. And that's what you're going to be creating. Your higher self and greater self knows what this destiny is. And again, we're looking for highest destiny. Knows what it is and actually will be providing the template for you. Your higher aspects will be providing the template. Um, and I will guide you to a level where this will happen. All right. So <clears throat> don't worry if you don't, because not everyone is visual. Don't worry if you don't see anything, feel anything. You're getting it anyhow. 
And again, this is where Angela mentioned trust. We're going to trust that this template will be provided. You're going to get it whether you realize it or not. Um, all right, so everybody sitting in a comfortable, comfortable position, or you can lie down. Uh, if you think you're going to fall asleep, I always recommend sitting up in a chair. Now, if you are driving in a car, just listen, but don't go through the exercise. Or I should say driving a car. I suppose you could do it while you're a passenger in a car, but that's not the best either. Um, all right, so let's get going here. Feet flat on the floor. Close your eyes. Take a couple of nice deep breaths. Just let go of everything that we've been talking about up to this point. Let go of your list. Let go of our conversation. Clear your mind as best as you can. Anchor yourself into the center of the earth with that energy flow that goes from above your head, through the body, down the spine, and from the tailbone into the center of the planet, the Pachamama, dear mother. Take another deep breath. Totally relaxed, muscles relaxed, grounded in your body. And then you want to expand what I call your core essence. With a couple of fingers, tap the center of your chest. You're accessing your higher dimensional energy field. And again, a couple of deep breaths and blow it up like a balloon around your body. So you're surrounding yourself in a higher dimensional bubble of energy. So state your intent and repeat after me. I intend to receive the template for my highest destiny in 2024. I intend to receive the template for my highest destiny in 2024. Now in front of you is an elevator door. Walk up to that elevator, see the door open and step in. Once inside, next to that door, there is a row of black buttons. None of them have numbers, but the button on the top has a T on it, the letter T. So this could be top, it could be template. Press that button, the number T, and watch the doors close. And you all know the sensation of going up in an elevator, and you feel that as you go up, 
you feel yourself becoming lighter and lighter as your physicality drops away. And the elevator goes faster and faster as you head towards that top or the template level. Becoming lighter and lighter, as light as a feather. The elevator slows and stops and the door opens. And you step out. Look around. Sense the environment. There's really not much to see here. It's very pure. It's clear. It has a high vibration, kind of glowy. And feel that, feel that energy at that level. And now again, state your intent. I intend to receive the template for my highest destiny in 2024. In front of you, suddenly, a barely perceptible outline of a shape appears. See it, sense it. Get a good look at it. If you're not very visual, just get the energy of what that is. And this outline is created by very, very thin thread-like strands of energy that are kind of luminescent. They have a slight glow to them. This is the outline of your template. And remember, it is provided by your higher aspects so just go with what you get. So it could be a symbol, an object, a word, an animal. Just go with what shows up. Don't second guess it. And as you watch, there are tiny particles of causal energy that have been floating around you all the time. <clears throat> and these particles get magnetized to the outline of your template. Almost like they float in, like little dust motes floating in the sunshine. They float in and stick to that outline fleshing it out, making it more real to you. And that template, that symbol, that object, that word starts to glow and pulsate. It has a consciousness all of its own at this point. It is a living thing. At this point, really express your gratitude and appreciation for what has been provided for you in the form of this template. 
I have great gratitude and appreciation for this template for my highest destiny in 2024. Now get a sense for the meaning of this template. But again, try not to overly engage your rational mind. It may be enough for you to express gratitude and appreciation. If there's a message for you, get that. And of course, know that you will remember all of this when we're done with the journey. So any meaning, message, symbolism, Take another deep breath. And know that you will remember everything that you have experienced. Now, with your energetic hands, reach out and touch that template <clears throat> Squish it down a little bit to a more manageable size. Get a good hold of it. And actually this part, use your physical hands. So you've reached out, grab your template, grab it with your physical hands and bring it towards your physical body and press it into your chest. And when I say press, I mean really push it in and hold it, press it in firmly. You may feel something in your body, a tingling, a joy, a wonderful energy as you install the template into your physical and energetic body. Another deep breath. And when you've got it completely installed in your physical body, your energy body, turn around and go back to the elevator and step in as the doors close press the bottom button on the panel that's next to the door and it may be uh, labeled number one ground floor As the elevator starts to go down, you feel yourself returning to physicality, getting a little bit heavier, more concrete. But of course, know that that template is in you. You're not going to lose that at all. So you're reintegrating all that energy into your physical body as the elevator goes down to the first floor. 
when the elevator hits the bottom level, the doors will open and you step out. Take another deep breath. Reinforce your grounding. Make sure you're totally in your body at this point. So bring that golden energy, source energy from above your body, bring it down into the head, all the way through the body, down the spine, from the tailbone into the center of the earth. As a side note, grounding is how you make any energetic change long-lasting and permanent, anchoring it into the earth. So now at this point, it would be best to do a sketch, write down a few words, because if you wait till we're done with this show, you may not remember what you got for your template. So with your next clean piece of paper, uh, and Angela and I will chat a bit while you're doing that, sketch it, any impressions, any energy, any message. Try not to interpret, just go with what you get because the information has been provided for you. And so while you're doing that, I actually, when I lead meditations, guided meditations for people, I participate at the same time. So, you know, I'll just share a little bit of what I got. My template looked like a wooden bench that you would find next to a picnic table. Interesting. A couple of planks, some legs. And so I said, what does this mean? And what I got was that all I need to do is sit on my bench and people will come to me. And I actually saw people coming and sitting next to me on my bench um, that I don't need to go out and recruit or request or effort that everything I need will come to me and sit with me on my bench. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool to have yeah. something like that and and to know you know, everybody's going to have a different thing. So I was doing it along with you and mm -hmm. I'll share a little bit with mine is, so I have a team I work with on the other side for those of you and they're pretty funny. And <laughs> when I got up there and they showed me what was next, what's my template. I don't know if you remember, like sometimes on the Santa, on the shows with Santa Claus and they show the list and it goes like forever. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they, they showed the list and then it just kept going. I'm like, oh my on. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. But, but they said there's a lot I'm planning on doing in 2024 and a lot they want to help me with. But when they made the list, they made it do kind of like the old slides where they'd have the humps and the downs. Yes. And they showed it would be fun doing it just like a slide. I would just slide down. It would be easy and effortless. Yes and fun. Yes. So I like that. <laughs> That's the way to do it, Angela. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. And so we have a common theme with both of ours. It's easy. 
It's easy. We just yes. go with it and things happen and it's easy. And I think that's, you know, all our, our lives, we've always been told it's hard to do this. It's hard to do that. And it's mm-hmm. letting go of what we've been told that it has to be hard. Yeah. And instead change that word is, oh, this can be easy and it yes. can be fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I also do a little forecast for which I'll post on my blog for the next year and just reading the energy flows, no specific events. Um, and I won't say anything about that now. People will have to go to my blog and re- read my New Year's forecast. Oh, I can't um, wait. <laughs> yeah. but, <laughs> but let me say one thing. Life is as hard as you make it. Doesn't have to be hard. Absolutely. And I think that's yeah. something a lot of us make it hard because we're told you have to work hard for your money. You have to work for this. Everything is hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And instead of going, oh, this can be just as mm-hmm. easy as snapping your fingers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, um, oh, for example, the subdivision I live in is 55 and older. And a lot of the people who live here don't even go out and take a walk. And I've always wanted a hiking buddy within my subdivision. It's a very small subdivision. I, you know, I would love to have someone here to, you know, just take a walk around the neighborhood with. And somehow, and you know, when you put out that intention, it doesn't have to be, um, you don't have to repeat it over and over and over. It can be a one sentence, put it out there, let it float away. Well, last month, someone moved in who's my age and she hikes and she walks. And I'm like, I got it. You know, I just said that, oh, it'd be nice to have this. And boom, it showed up. I love it. I love it. it <laughs> you know, and putting that intention out for, so I did something similar, which is kind of funny. I did something similar of, I really want to have supportive neighbors around us. Mm-hmm. Supportive neighbors that, you know, they, they don't get up all in your business. They just, everybody <laughs> does their own thing. And, yeah. but everybody can support each other when they want to. They're there yes. and they're, and just good people to be around so i've been putting that out there and it's it's been funny because the last few years the neighborhood's kind of changing a little bit mm-hmm. and different people are moving in and i'm like oh i like the new neighbors <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, so it's really interesting how you're yes. seeing how putting that intention out there can really make a difference and i'm really happy yes. you have a hiking buddy now because i know yes. you hike <laughs> Yeah, that that really worked out well. I'm okay hiking by myself, but nice to have somebody to go with. Yes, it's nice. It's nice to have that extra experience with and that communication. Yes, for sure. Well, so while we've been chatting, I'm assuming everyone has at least made the uh, as best as you can a little drawing of your template, and. I don't recommend taking it out every once in a while and rereading it and thinking about it and, you know, working it over in your mind. It's there. You've got it. And so be very gentle with that information because you've got it. It's that trust that a lot of people are working on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For sure. Well, okay. And that's the end of, that's the end of the meditation. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with so many people, because I know for me, and I do them along with you, and it's really fun mm-hmm. to 
to get those experiences and to get that information coming from your higher self, from mm -hmm. teams, every, everything that's around you. All There's so much support for so many people yes. if you're willing to tap into it. And I think more and more people are starting to be willing to tap into yes. what's around us in such a deeper way, such a deeper way. Yeah. You know, and keep in mind, too, that that flash of guidance or intuition um, doesn't always have to be a wonderful, positive thing. You know, it could be an event that's telling you, you need to get out, you need to move, you need to, you know, stop eating whatever's making you sick. That's guidance also to listen to. You know, and that's something I think a lot of people don't look at as guidance, something that says, you know, what you're experiencing, you shouldn't be here. Or that guidance when you walk in a room and it says, yeah, maybe yeah. you don't want to stay too long. Maybe you want to get out. Maybe you want to yes. make your exit now. That is amazing guidance to yeah. get. And and then later on, a lot of times you'll find out why you shouldn't have been there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I listen to those messages or in particular, um, when I'm sitting at a table with people, I pay attention to the ones I don't want to sit next to mm. because of their energy. You know, if I can pick a different seat or move, I'll, I do that too. I yeah. love it. You know, and, and that's something to really to pay attention to because you can have a really great time with a, a group of people by sitting next to the people that really resonate with you. Yes. You can have a really bad time. <laughs> know how that is <laughs> i've got to say thanks for sitting next to me carla when we got together <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i just magnetized right to you angela i said i'm sitting with her <laughs> it was so much fun so i do have to say carla and i have met before i met her in utah um as with the remote viewing i was yes. there for remote viewing class with uh, paul smith and yes. Then I was able to meet. I I had such a great time. I got to meet you. I got some some other people that were there, and I had such a great time. Yeah. The connections that were made, I think, are just you know, it's listening to your intuition. It's making yeah. that connection because otherwise we wouldn't be talking today. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and and I'm assuming you'll be back at some point. Absolutely. For more, for more fun. <laughs> for more fun, yes. Absolutely. It was too much fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what I would like to talk about, actually, um, is the issue of death. Yes. Because um, this, uh, this month, I had the opportunity to do shamanic death rites for parents of one of my clients. I love working with dead people. And, uh, you know, Me what too. I, yes, <laughs> I find where they're stuck and then get them moving along after they have passed. Yeah. And, um, gosh, I'm getting How ready does that to... work? How does that work for you? And how did you yeah. start into that to start with? I mean, it's yeah. not a normal thing. There's not a lot of normal people I work with anyhow, but you know. <laughs> normal is boring. <laughs> well, uh, it started with my shamanic training. Nice. Uh, every shaman knows how to do death rites, knows how to support someone as they're dying. And traditionally, your village shaman will sit with the person who's dying 
And when they pass, the shaman makes sure they're totally unwound from their body and travels with them mm -hmm. so they don't get stuck anywhere. Now, where, you know, it's a different cosmology where exactly they take them, but they accompany the person right after they have died. And so I learned that in my shamanic training. It's a totally shamanic process, although um, the structure of where we end up after we pass was also taught at the Monroe Institute. Robert right. Monroe had no shamanic training. He didn't know anything about anything spiritual. And yet he mapped vibrational levels that are exactly the same as the shamanic levels. Interesting. And when I took that class at the Monroe Institute, I thought, well, this is how it is. You know, we have two non-related organizations teaching the same thing. So what I do when I'm contacted, the first thing I do is check to see if the person has gone to the light. And that's a map. It's a shamanic map. And uh, if I find them in a certain spot, they have not gone to the light. If I find them further on, then they have. And if they haven't, I send them to the light. Nice. By simply opening up a portal in my healing room, I call them in and I kind of direct them, okay, you need to go through there. The, port, the tunnel, let's say tunnel of light, stays open for only about three days after a person passes. After that, if they don't take advantage of it, they are stuck, and uh, we would call that earthbound or a ghost. Hmm. Um, so I did I did two this month, and I would love to do more. Uh, I'm kind of putting together teaching that in February for a small group of people here in in uh, Cedar City. Um, I you mean, also if, offer that online too? No. I don't no, teach anything. That any. one's no. just in person. Okay. It has to be, you know, the, the, the shamanic and the quantum sphere healing classes and this death rite class, you need to work with another person. Mm -hmm. I need to walk around the room and make sure you're doing it correctly. Um, whereas those workshops on my website, Tools for Transition, that is online. Okay. But it's different. It's uh, teaching and guided journeys, which... Mm -hmm the person doesn't have to be, you know, in my space to, to be able to do that. Um, and I people, think that's yeah. really important for people because there's a, I mean, there, there's people all over the world that will listen to this broadcast mm -hmm. and for them to know that they can get into that tools for transition mm -hmm. and, and be able to listen to those MP3s and those downloadable workshops and you, and then taking you taking people into those guided journeys too, I think is so important that they get yeah. with it because you know the voice the human voice each mm -hmm. of us have our own unique patterns and that voice reaches people on all different levels and that's something your voice reaches people in a, on a lot of different levels yeah so having that for people i think is so important yeah and there is lovely music on those too and they can listen to them more than once oh nice. yeah but um you know, I encourage anyone, if you have a loved one that's passed and you think they're lingering, did they die in a bad way? Was it an accident? If you're on morphine at the end, you're guaranteed to be an earthbound spirit because it lowers the vibration of the, of the energy field so much. Uh, or if years after people are still thinking about the person, talking about the person, that means they're lingering. The closer they are to the earthly plane, the more they need help to get moving on. 
and and they can be stuck here for years years and years and so that's what i do get them moving moving along yeah and when people contact you they don't when they when they contact you for that service mm -hmm. they don't have to be here i mean you don't have to be in their physical presence to do no. that okay no. and that's that's what I think a lot of people will be asking is like, do they do, you know, do I have to come to see? Yeah, no, no, no. Have that because, done. Yeah, because <laughs> actually I'm working with the deceased, not the relative that's contacted me. So I don't need that relative there. All I need is date of birth, date of death, cause of death, full name. And anything that may have gone wrong or if they were on morphine. And then I can find them anywhere. Nice. I'll find the deceased wherever they may be. I can find them. Yeah. Because energy is energy. Yes. All available. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Yes. <laughs> well, like the quantum sphere healing I do, I don't need the person here either. You know, and we meet outside of time and space and then I do the healing work on them. Yeah. So that um, was the other question with your quantum sphere healing. Yeah. First, how did you tap into the quantum sphere healing because oh, that's yeah. something unique to you that you yes. are doing yourself that is this isn't like there's there's quantum healing there's all kinds of the quantum yeah. healing out there but you do the quantum sphere Spirit. healing yes how was that unique and how did you tap into that um it was during one of my classes at the monroe institute mm -hmm. and at that point i was already getting tired of doing the shamanic healing because for me as my vibration went up, the shamanic felt really heavy and slow to me. And I was at a class at the Monroe Institute taught by Skip Atwater, who was one of the original army remote viewing guys. And he actually, during that class, created the quantum sphere. So quantum means everything about you. And during one of the exercises, this was another big whammy. My guidance came in and said, you can use this as a healing protocol. This is your next step. I added a, a, another another segment to it, and I've been doing that ever since. So if I hadn't gone to the Monroe Institute, I wouldn't be doing the quantum sphere healing. Yeah. Yeah. And, step of listening to your intuition. <laughs> yes. Oh, that one was really clear. Really clear. And like I said, when I've made major transitions in life, it's like they're hitting me over the head with a hammer, you know, do it, do it. This is your next step. And so I created, I developed a whole healing protocol. I've trained healers. I think maybe a few of them are practicing, but basically I'm the one, the only one on the planet that does it the way I do it and calls it that. It's just yeah. me. <laughs> Just, Isn't that weird to say? It. It's just me. <laughs> oh my but that, that also harkens back to the uniqueness of each individual person, mm -hmm. how each person has a unique resonance to them and it resonates with other people. And that, you know, that's the cool thing with us being alive at this time in history yeah. is we're yeah. able to do things with like this over Zoom, over the internet, over, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. over the airwaves that reaches so many people that before yes. was never possible to this extent. It wasn't possible to the extent it is now. Yes. And yeah. The other thing I think is really cool. We've been talking a little bit about the Monroe Institute yeah. uh, remote viewing, remote viewing and, and uh, the Monroe Institute and like Paul Smith does remote viewing and mm -hmm. he teaches it out in Cedar city. You're working a lot with that 
that analytical mind of of the the people who want the proof want the want it in front of you and when you're working in the healing aspect with the energies you're working in something that really a lot of times can't be seen or put down right but it's it's really neat how the the worlds of the data oriented is coming into the energetic and how they're really colliding at this time yes yeah bringing both worlds together and i think it's so good because there's so many people that want to have that proof in front of them which Mm. a lot of times the remote viewing does that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and this is the proof is how you feel yes yeah in fact um uh, with the death rites, I get back with the person who requested and give them a report. And basically, I'm reading the energy of the baggage that the deceased took with them when they passed. I don't know anything about that person. Um, and when I give the report to the client, they're like, yeah, that's how he was. And that's what went on. And and um, yeah, without me knowing anything about except for the you know the date of birth date of death that information i need that's all i that's all i know about the person and yet you can read the energy well and that tells you you can read the energy from a living person right in front of you too if you want to do that (laughs) if you want to do that if you want to do if you have permission to do that uh i you know i don't go i don't go peeking around like that um but when it hits me energetically then i pay attention and and make a move on my end if it's something happening in front of me that that is not resonating with me but i don't deliberately go to you know and that that's something they want to bring up is a lot of times there's a lot of us that are able to tap into the energy around us and do that but you're doing it in a way you know they're just saying most people do it in a way just like you're not going to walk in a person's house and opening up their medicine cabinet and look through it and rifle through it you're not going to just do it yeah yes (laughs) if you're in a situation and all of a sudden you get a really bad vibe from someone around you yeah that's where they're using your intuition your ability to tap into energy to say you might want to move away from this person. You might want yes. to distance yourself from this situation, from this person, or from doing something. Maybe it was a trip. Maybe you were going to go meet someone and yeah. you decide, I think I need to cancel our appointment. That's what yeah. it's for. It's not to be peering in people's stuff. I like doing that is like, no, that that's crazy stuff. <laughs> like, we don't need to do that. I got enough of my yeah. own stuff to deal with. I don't need this. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. You know, funny, speaking of energy, I got to share this story. Years ago, when I moved from Montana to um, Colorado, I made a friend who invited me to her house with her family for Thanksgiving, for Memorial Day, for birthdays and whatever. And half the time I would get sick after eating at her house. And I always thought, well, it's, it's too much butter in the, you know, too much fat or something ingredient. Well, the one time I was over there and she was um, just attacking her husband while she was cooking, oh. slamming him. I mean, neg- and then I realized, oh, my gosh, this woman is putting negative energy. I don't know what's going on in the kitchen into that food. And then I was eating it and getting ill afterwards. 
So that's something to pay attention to, too. You know, if there's something in front of you, you get a weird feeling, I shouldn't eat this, then don't eat it. You know, I don't care whose house you're at. Um, that's a really good point, because there's a lot of times, you know, even just what you want to eat that day, if you have an option, ask yourself how you feel about both of those yes. options instead of just going yes. with your eyes or ask yes. yourself how you feel because your body might be saying, you know, I really like that will help us today, but that is going to hinder us today. Yes, so yes. Listen to your body. And that's true. Yes. You know, they talk about food always tastes better at grandma's house or at mom's house. Yes. It's it's <laughs> the love that's put into it. Yes. When it's not made with love. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big yeah. difference. People don't realize that. And, and to yeah. just look at what you have, even in your home, you know, if you get mm. something from someone or or you pick something up, you know, a lot of us, we might go to the, you know, the thrift store or whatever. Maybe uh, look at what you have brought in and then ask yourself, can I, can I clear it? Can I do, does this have to come home with me yeah. with what may be in this? Or can you just look and go, you know what, whatever was in it is going to stay. I am taking it fresh and new to me. Yeah. Yes. So I don't buy used cars. I don't buy things in secondhand stores. Uh, I have very few items here inherited from either side of the family because of that. And I don't even go so far as say, okay, I can clear it. I just don't go there in the first place. Yeah. And I know people who have houses full of, of inherited things. And um, that energy doesn't feel good to me, no matter who they got it from. Yeah. And that, that's the thing to really look at if you have a lot of bad memories with something. Mm. And this is something I think for people in general, if you have, if you, someone passes away and you're given some of the stuff and it's kind of coming with bad memories of it. Yeah. You might, do I really want it? Am I getting it? Do I want to have it just to say I have it mm -hmm. or do I want it because I love it? Yeah. Is it coming yes. from a place of love or not? Yeah. Use your discernment all the time, <clears throat> no matter the source of what the food is, the gift, the item, use your discernment. Absolutely. And that's something I think will help people going forward, because a lot of times you almost feel obligated, like this came from this person, so I need to have it. But what does it mean to you? Does it mean heartache? Does it mean that? Because otherwise, every time you look at that item, yeah. you feel bad. You're going to almost relive those memories or words that were said. If it's holding that much energy for mm -hmm. you, then you should maybe look at letting it go. Mm -hmm. You know, and talking about that, I have one exception in my house. A former friend in Colorado did a wonderful watercolor uh, of a site at Mesa Verde National Park. And mm -hmm. yes, I was able to clear her just with intent. Her energy is no longer on it. I'm enjoying the scene because it's a place that I have been. So that's the one exception I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yes. And I've, I've got a few things behind me that came from people who pass, yeah. but it came with the intention from them mm -hmm. of using it for myself going forward. So okay. it's, it's coming from a space of love, a space of, of, of continual growth. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's, that's where it's like, so if it's coming from a space where you're feeling good about it yes one yeah. thing. if mm -hmm. you're not feeling good about it eh, 
<laughs> my sister contacted me a couple of days ago and was going to a Christmas dinner where they were having a white elephant oh. gift exchange. She didn't know what it was. <laughs> they told her, you know, some odd thing somebody gave you or something sitting around the house. Don't go out and buy anything. So that's a good opportunity to get rid of something that you have in your house that you don't resonate with anymore. <laughs> a very good opportunity to do that. Yes. <laughs> Oh, golly. Yeah. And I think it's really, you know, we're coming into the new year, we'll be into the new year when this airs to kind of look around your house is something yes. just not resonating anymore is something yes. where you just like, that doesn't mean what it did before be willing because as we change energetically, and we're changing each and every day all the time. Yeah. As you change, give yourself the freedom to let go of some things you may mm -hmm. have had in your life before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And here in Utah, there's an organization called uh, Deseret, where they run big um, secondhand donation places in most cities in Utah. So it's really easy to get rid of stuff. They will take anything, furniture, you know, tchotchkes, clothing, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's always my go-to. If it's something that I really don't want anymore, I drop it off there. <laughs> Absolutely. And, around, and I, I know around the country, there's usually there's Goodwills or some secondhand yes. places to drop them off. So don't feel bad about letting go of some things and instead mm -hmm. look at the freedom it's going to give you as yeah. you move forward. And someone who loves it will then buy it from these other places. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And someone's going to love it more than you ever could. The ones yes. that are picking this up. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Yeah. So I just want to encourage people, make sure to go to Carla's site because her, some of her MP3 downloads, I'm just going to read off some of them. You got, I said, grounding into the core of, of the earth mother, expanding your core essence, chakra removal, Bringing your shadow to light, spiraling through your DNA. That sounds very interesting. <laughs> the journey through death and beyond. The journey of the soul. Healing inner wounds and putting it all together. So healing inner wounds, I think, is mm -hmm. important for a lot of people. And to be able to do it, because a lot of times people don't really want to bear their soul right away. Mm -hmm. But I think working through that on their own time, their own space is really important. Yeah. Well, and the theme of that workshop is working with your inner child. Nice. Because your inner child holds all those wounds. You know, she's been your constant companion and observer all through your life. She connects you to the divine, but she gets beat up in the process. Yeah. And so that's that workshop uh, instructs people on how to heal their inner child, thus healing their own inner wounds. I like it. I think it's going to be very important and helpful to so many people out yeah. there. So many people. Is there anything else you'd like to cover today, Carla? Um, I don't think so. Uh, well, I encourage people to sign up for my blog posts. Yes. So if they get onto my blog on the upper left upper right corner you can put in your email address and then I started the blog the beginning of 2013 um, and it's got all kinds of spiritual advice um, exercises people can do um, the grounding is written up there trip trips I've taken and most of the photography is mine but when I take a trip I like to uh, go to sacred sites, megalithic sites, feel the energy. And so the even if it's a trip, 
I kind of um, create a lesson that applies to everybody with what I learned at a certain place on a certain trip. So there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Yeah. There, yeah. There would be a lot if we started in 2013. Yes. And there's a lot on there. You know, and that's the thing is to like when you take trips and for me too, it, it's kind of like, what can I learn on this trip? What can I understand more? What can I tap into energetically yeah. that may be around you? And yeah. for people to kind of look at their life that way, when you're doing yeah. something, what can I learn today? What can I yes. tap into today? Yes. Or what kind of magic can I find taking yeah. a walk outside? I always look at it that way. There's something new and interesting every time I'm out in nature, even if yeah. it's around the neighborhood. Yeah. Look you for know, the magic. Mm -hmm. I like that. The magic, because there is magic around if yes. you're looking for it. If you're willing to change your perspective and know there's magic around you and trust, you can receive it if you're willing. Yes. That's awesome. Always. I yes. I love it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Carla. And I want to encourage everybody again to go to her website, quantumstargate.com. And her blog spot is the Carla Fox blog blogspot.com. Mm -hmm. And those links will be down below. So you can go ahead and catch it there. And this is, I am so happy to have you here and so excited for you to share this energetic template for 2024. Aww. And I am just so appreciative of you and Aww. appreciative that you came into my life and you sat next to Aww. me. <laughs> well, and we're going to make this an annual event also, which I really appreciate you providing for me. Um, yeah. Absolutely. But until one of us is no longer on the planet, we're going <laughs> to. <laughs> we can just oh, do it the other way yeah yeah who knows we could still be doing it <laughs> oh, yeah man. but i thank you for having me i really appreciate this and um the opportunity to connect with so many people yeah absolutely and that's the biggest thing is all the people we're connecting with all the time and energy is energy it never fades and it's just as strong as ever yes so Thank you so much, Carla. I appreciate you so much. And thank you for sharing this energetic, setting the energetic yes. template for 2024. And I just want to thank you again for sharing your time, sharing your knowledge, sharing your heart. I appreciate that greatly. And I want to encourage everyone out there, make sure to watch the next episode of Edge Talk Radio. They're the first and third Tuesdays of the month at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. But if you miss the episode, no worries. You can listen to the downloadable podcasts on any of your app, your aspects out there, which is your Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the other podcasts that are out there. You'll find us. So make sure to download that. And then you can also check it out on my YouTube channel, Angela Zabel, Teacher Coach Medium. So make sure to check that out. And I wish all of you an absolutely amazing 2024. Thank you all for listening, expanding, and amplifying our universe together. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.